Hi, everyone. I'm Rachel Zoe. And I'm Roger Berman. And you're listening to Works, works for, for us. us, where we talk to people about what works for them in their relationships. And of course, what doesn't. So today, um, our guests are the absolute best definition of a power couple. Um, They are both incredibly talented designers, entrepreneurs, respectively, who have blended their families together, big families together, in the most incredible, beautiful way that Roger and I will say are lucky enough to have seen firsthand over the years. When you see them together, you just know they are meant to be. The magic is there. I am talking, of course, about our dear friends, Tommy Hilfiger and his beautiful, magical wife, Dee Aklepo. Hilfiger. Tommy is an award-winning designer who has created one of the most recognizable and widely distributed brands in fashion, I'm going to say in the world, because I know that for a fact. His clothing has been championed by everyone from Snoop Dogg to the Rolling Stones. Um, The brand remains beyond fresh, beyond relevant. He's done incredible collaborations, uh, most recently with Zendaya, may have heard of her, and incredible initiatives like the See Now Buy Now extravaganza concept, which also is brilliant. Um, Rachel, yes. I don't think we want to... Talk too much about Tommy. Yeah, I mean, because let's talk about D D for a second. (laughs) I agree, Roger. Can we just talk... You guys are are in a podcast right now, so you can't visualize what I'm seeing, but D, <laughs> Aklepo Hilfiger, is not only drop-dead gorgeous, she's also a designer whose career began in modeling, of course, Shocking. for the high fashion houses in Europe. The success of her first venture into accessory design led to instant recognition with award-winning designs and the creation of the Bag Bar patent, which she sold to Kate Spade and company. No Just what deal. the hell figures need I more money. <laughs> Since establishing her namesake line, her leather goods have become coveted across trendsetters of timeless elegance, including Pippa Middleton, Rachel Zoe. No, just kidding. Olivia Palermo, and Beyonce. I think I've heard of most of them. She's also the creative director of American Evening Handbag, Couture House, Judith Lieber, who everyone loves and is responsible for reinvigorating the energy of that brand, which I think we've all seen. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Best yeah. intro. We need two days just to introduce Woo! you guys. We gotta get some more slackers on our show. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to Works For Us, you guys. Okay, so before I jump into your story and, and how you met, um, I wanna ask, um, Tommy, do you remember how we met? And if you don't, that's okay, because you've met 10 billion people in your life. I was sitting in my office in New York City, and my brother Andy brought you into my office and said, you have to meet Rachel. She's working for Seventeen Magazine, and she's got great style. She is uh, not only stylish herself, but she's also a great stylist. She knows what's going on in the business. I met you, I saw what you were wearing. I thought, wow, she's very cool. So we hired you to do a show. The shoot. biggest job of my life. The big, I literally start sweating. Like Tommy literally about gave it. Rachel Zoe her yes. big break, just and, so everyone's aware of and that. And I never let him forget it. I told Dee when I first met her, I. I think that the, the question I could ask most in my career is how did it start? Who gave your break? What was your biggest thing? And everyone's like, oh, was it this? Was it that? Was it this? I'm like, it was none of those things. It was someone who 
takes a chance on you and believes in you way more than you believe in yourself, especially when you're so young and scared of everything. And so, Tommy, forever, I will thank you for that. So I'm going to I'm going to start by saying thank you for that. Well, thank you. Thank you for that, because that shoot and and those those photos are (sighs) historical. Historical. It was the biggest thing I ever did, saw in my entire life. And what's bizarre is as I sit here in LA and every time I go to the Griffith Observatory or even go by it or anyone talks about it, it's the first thing I think of recreating the White House and Peter Arnell and that whole thing was so incredible. So I, I, I want to then go to works for us and sort of how we like to start this, because the most important thing that we talk about today is how you guys began, how you started, how how did your relationship start and this magical, because, you know, like I've said to you guys before, I remember when Tommy introduced Dee to me and he was yeah. awestruck. He couldn't, he I was remember like, that too, actually. at the Mercer. Yeah. And he said, I'm I've met yeah. the love of my life. He was like a little, he was like a little boy. He was remember? like a little school boy. He was very boy. excited to like, show, like to show her my off. He was very excited to show off, if I remember, if I remember correctly. Loves. I see you guys with your relationship <laughs> and it's very inspirational. I see you with your I boys. Agree. I mean, it's so inspirational. I see you making pancakes in the morning <laughs> for the boys and it's, it reminds me of us because Aww. we are so engaged with, with mm-hmm. our children like Sebastian, mm-hmm. I, mean, I just we just picked him up from school, and I said, "This is the best day, or best time." It's the best day. We're actually loving homeschooling, which we're not supposed to. But let me but tell you, every five minutes, I just you know like, see my little kids, and like runs by them and I just them run really by them, tight. hug them. I'm like, "Oh my god, they're doing math. That's so cute." You know, everything's just so cute. I can't deal with it. <laughs> oh, we're the same. Exactly. It's the best. You guys are something it. to this homeschooling thing. If you if you can navigate through it. So but, how did okay, you guys so how meet? Did, how did you meet? Because I don't think I actually know how you actually met like the first I think time. it was in San Tropez from what I understand. Right, Roger. It was in... It you guys was, look like you're in San Tropez Yeah, right by, now, the, by way. the way. You always no. look like you're in San Tropez. <laughs> we're not in San Tropez. We're in a hotel room. Um, <laughs> but we're in Palm Beach and we're in a very beautiful place, just as beautiful as San Tropez. So how did you meet? So what, what tell me, like what, what, what happened? Go ahead, Dee. Oh, it sounds like a, it sounds like a, I love mm. the look on her face. Okay, mm. tell me. It, it, no, she, she, when I tell the story, I don't add in all the detail. She's got <laughs> detail. Yeah, but can I tell you something, guys? Every couple that we have interviewed, we ask this question, and I swear without fail, the story varies from versions. 100%. Always, always. Okay, well, and I it is my hilarious. Yeah. yeah, we usually hear the two versions. <laughs> Do we have three hours? <laughs> we'll opine on which one we think is the most accurate. All right. Well, I'll start just by saying that I was um, on the beach with my two children, um, with my girlfriend who was there with two dogs. And... Um, trying to think exactly how it went down. I actually went to a bar to get some change for my son who wanted to buy something. And Tommy's yoga instructor approached me at the bar and started talking to me and asked me if I wanted to come on a party. You had a wrangler, Tommy? (laughs) (laughs) He did. He had a wrangler. He had a wrangler. Oh, well, well, my God. This is amazing. I couldn't just pay him to do yoga. (laughs) (laughs) Tommy, there's a reason why you're a business titan. I, I, I love you. This is this is amazing. Okay. Okay. So I um 
I politely declined because I actually was there on a weekend with my kids with no nanny and was not really there to, you know, I was like a weekend with my kids. Sure. Sure. It's like a different mindset. Different mindset. I've got the kids. I have no nanny. I have no plans to go out. So I just said, you know, no, I can't. But then I thought, well, my girlfriend has dogs and she, you know, she's single. She probably wants to go out. So I said, I can't, but my girlfriend probably can. And, you know, I said, oh, we're sitting over there. Uh, You know, I showed him where I was sitting. She was in the water. Long story short, he later comes up to where I was sitting on the beach and introduces me to his friends, which were Henry, Alex, and Tommy. That's how he introduced me. This is Henry, Alex, Tommy. Not Tommy Hill figure. They all have Mm -hmm. glasses and hats on. And I'm just, (laughs) hey, hey. And I said, well, my girlfriend's still in the water, but here's my you know, number. And if you call me, then I'll give her the details. So later on, I get a message on my phone saying, hi, this is Tommy Hilfiger. You just met me on the boat. And I on know, beach. On, you know, on the beach. And if you, you know, if I understand you don't have a babysitter, but you could bring, you could bring your kids on my boat and I'll have the crew make them chicken fingers. And And first of all, I had no idea that that was Tommy Hilfiger that came on the boat. And I'm listening to this message with my mouth open and I made my girlfriend, I'm like, you need to listen to this. Tell me if you think this is real or if this is a joke or, you know, and we were laughing. And so sure enough, I was like, okay, I'll, you know, I dressed my kids up in their little, you know, matching Oxford shirts and lectured them on, you know, good behavior. And we showed up with my girlfriend and my two kids um, on this boat and he was having a party with a lot of people. Um, and he actually was with another there was a lot of people. He was actually with another woman. And that was the first time that I actually realized that he was straight. yes i love you so so much much. the deep love we're very similar creatures yes so after skylar and caius were born i was honestly afraid that my hair would never be the same i'm someone that has always leaned on my hair for security for hiding my face when i'm having a bad day Um, for just really being the thing that I hold on to no matter where I am. And I don't know, I've just always had a really personal attachment to my hair since I was young. And I really thought that after I had my children, that my hair, the fullness of my hair that I've had my entire life would really never come back. And thousands of women, myself included, have really taken back control of their hair with Nutrafol. Nutrafol offers two targeted formulas for women that are clinically shown to improve hair growth and thickness with less shedding. Nutrafol Women is ideal if you're experiencing thinning hair caused by stress, dieting, overstyling, and environmental toxins. While Women's Balance is formulated with additional hormone support for those with thinning hair through menopause. And if you're not sure what's best for you, you can visit Nutrafol.com and take their hair wellness quiz for personalized product recommendations that are unique to your hair's needs. Healthier hair growth takes time. You'll begin to experience thicker, stronger, faster growing hair in three to six months. 
I promise this is actually true. In my personal experience, after using Nutrafol consistently for three months, I really started to see and feel a difference in my hair. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months, and more than 1,500 top doctors recommended Nutrafol as an effective and high-quality solution for healthier hair. You can actually grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code ZOE to save $15 off your first month subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O. O-L.com, promo code ZOE, Z-O-E. Yeah, I was like, oh, wow, he's straight and he's like single. And uh, it just, it was a lot to process that night. So that was like the initial <laughs> night that, that we met. Um, and then he invited me the next day for lunch. For and lunch. there was a, there was less people at the lunch. Um, and we got to talking and you know, got to know each other and kind of the rest is history. We just hit it off. You know, when we finally had a chance to sit down, just the two of us and talk, we hit it off, you know, great, I would say. Well, she was an American living in Europe (laughs) and I was an American visiting Europe. (laughs) And the thing that really connected us was the fact that uh, we both had children with disability, yeah, mm-hmm. disabilities, yep. and we started talking about that and how that has affected our lives. Yeah, so we had a lot. Yeah. I mean, we had a lot in common. Yeah, but at the same time, I was like truck. I mean, I was yeah. like, wow, she's incredible because mm-hmm. she was real. She was down to earth. She was like, I, I could just tell she was like beyond any of my dreams and expectations of of someone I would actually meet. Sure. Wow. And I have such chills. The beginning of our long journey. Now it's <laughs> over 15 years. Amazing. I can't believe that. It's over I 15 cannot years. believe it's over 15 years, you guys. Yeah. God, I feel like I met you, D, like seven years ago, like tops, you know? This is 2005. We oh, met God. in July of 2005 That's that we what, met. Wow, guys. And that did is you, did crazy. you, how did, did you get engaged? Or no, like, was how, it a like, date? Well, was it like a quick thing or? Well, here's well, the thing. Well, the rest was history from lunch. The rest is history. But so did that date ask, continue or was there many dates? Did like you that? never leave? I guess is a question. Because we've had a lot of guests we in had our. Starts and stops. We that had was, starts and stops. Okay. Beginning of what was to be a few stops and starts, you know, because remember that I was living, I was living yeah. in go at the time. I was living in Monte Carlo. He was dreams. He flew back to New York. And, you know, we really didn't get, we stayed as, you know, we sort of liked each other a lot, but we were living a different continent. I believe he went back to his ex. He had a girlfriend that he went back to. I went back to my life. Then we picked it up again, maybe eight months later. Well, then she came to New York and we were going to have lunch. Right. And she canceled the lunch. (laughs) And I, and she said, I'm going to uh, Turks and Caicos. And I said, oh, well, how, how have you really been in New York? Have you been having a good... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, oh, what did you do? What did you do? She said, oh, I had a date last night. I said, oh, who did you have a date with anybody? No, no. Yeah, yeah. And okay. so... No names. Another... No name. Another, another person. Another name you, you're familiar with that I'm thinking. Okay. 
Oh, she's dating all these like major, major like superstars. She doesn't want anything <laughs> to do with me, but we could still remain friends. Oh. So we remain friends and uh, uh, fast forward to the spring. I invited you to CFDA awards and then the Met Ball. And anyway, then it started rolling. I mean, who doesn't like putting on a dress? And that was it. Wait, and so that was it. Uh, it was almost <laughs> it. I love this though. We had an engagement party with uh, Leonard Lauder and we were okay. about to get married. We had 888 as a date to get married. And then we had a few hiccups before that we... we okay. Canceled that wedding. It's all right. We yeah, canceled we did ours. that too. We did one of those. We did one of those. For a while, I think like okay. we went through that freak out stage. Right. Um, because obviously we both had failed marriages. And yep. didn't want You had a panic attack. That again. Yep. Um, yep. But then we did wind up finally getting back together, I think in September of 09. Yeah. 09. Was it 09? Yeah. September. Oh, uh, no. 08. Was it? It was a wait. It was, it was a wait. Yeah, it was so. September. Um, we got back together and wound up getting married in that December. December. Wow. And where'd you get married? In our in our house in a library in Connecticut. In Connecticut. In Connecticut. No That's what I'm there. I mean, it was just him and I. And just we, just us. And oh. there was no 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 real family or friends other than I think the security guard was our witness. <laughs> <laughs> And we had the the uh, local justice of the, the peace. Local justice oh of the my peace. goodness! Because but, we didn't want to. It was too complicated. Yeah. Invite so many people. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. Who needs it? Yeah, I think if we were you, we would have done the same because I think it would be overwhelming. I think it's almost like you have to have a thousand or none. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I, I don't know how it you. It's great didn't. because you know. Otherwise, also our kids were all spread all over. Of the course. Place. Yep. And literally, like when Tommy said, you know, okay, well, we're going to do this. I was literally like with the justice of peace. I'm like, you better get over here before he changes his mind. <laughs> <laughs> get over here fast. And let's, you know, let's call it a day. We don't have time to send out invitations. And- oh, my God. Oh, it's so cute. That is the cutest story. And then, so then story. we were married and it was like, okay, and time to it. really bring the families together. And then you're like, you're even more than the Brady Bunch. <laughs> How many I mean, do you have? Wait, you how many the, kids between you guys? Seven. 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 And I believe the Brady Bunch is only six. So like they're slackers. You yeah. guys really. together, you have two. Yeah, oh my seven. God. Goodness. It's, it's mine and ours. It's so two, four, it's and, and one. I think it's two, four, and one, right? Four, two, one. Yeah. And so that's always, you know, I think that we've done uh, a, a very good job with, um, with everybody because I think that's always challenging, combining Two families. The biggest. um, The biggest challenge, I think, of all of it. At the end of the day, if your kids see how happy you are and everybody respects one another in the way that they should. Yes. Yes. um, And they do. and And they do. And we have that understanding. Then, you know, it's all good and everybody's happy. Everybody benefits in our family or, you know, when I'm talking about the children, the children all gain and benefit when both of us are happy. Of course. Yes. Of course. You know? Of course. And I think that's such an important lesson because that's something I definitely tell every friend, anyone who's going through any kind of like relationship hardship or whatever. I'm always like, you have to just understand one thing. If there's one thing I know from being, you know, 
30, because I'm around 30, 32, um, is that kids know if the parents are happy and they feel loved, that's the thing that matters most. It doesn't, it almost like doesn't, I don't want to say it doesn't matter if they end up together, if they remarry, if they are surrounded by parents who are happy, genuinely happy together, they feel that. And contrary to that, they know when they're not happy. Yeah. Um, What an amazing story, you guys. That's actually an incredible story because- I don't know that that's the story. It, certainly, that I didn't know. I thought it was like a, a like a two week story. Like I thought it was like met Saint Tropez, came home, got married like a month later, and the rest no, is history. No, no, we, we I love that. A little bit of a journey. We had, I yeah. love that. I, I, I it makes it worth I'm it. I'm just thrilled that um, Tommy Hilfiger's here in person, and that this didn't happen <laughs> in the 1800s. Oh my god! And that we have modern technology to alive? have Tommy Hilfiger what? on you our guys, podcast today. What is is this for real? It's amazing how this technology existed so long ago. <laughs> we could bring it back for you folks here and I actually have a conversation with the, the Tommy Hilfiger. Wait, you guys, what happened? I don't understand. By the way, I was thinking it's the it's literally it's what the greatest I, thing ever. Actually, it's literally, you know what it is? It's the biggest brand accomplishment a brand can make. A brand could have. No, I'm serious. Because I think people are so obsessed because, with because Tommy the, the brand, brand means so much more than the per. That's the that's, that's the, the goal. Dream. I think it's like self actualization in terms of what you want for a brand. <laughs> I'm being honest. I look as soon as I saw that, I'm like, holy shit, he Ted, really did look. it. He really did it. And I'm being honest. Not that you didn't think because that, this that just means that it transcends you, the person, and that means that the brand has real value and it means things to someone else beyond you. And that's what a brand is. I think it's amazing. But I, I personally want, think I want to hear them. I actually want to understand what weird, happened, you guys. Amazing. What what actually happened? Why is this happening? Does anybody know? So you know Law Roach, right? Yeah. Okay, so Law called me and he said, I'm doing this- Zendaya fun- stylist, by the way, for anyone who doesn't know. Exactly. He said, I'm doing this TikTok thing and I've done it with Tom Holland. I'm doing it with Tiffany uh, Haddish and I'd like to do it with you. Do you mind? I said, what is it? He said, well, I'm going to call you. And anyway, long story short- uh, it was a prank. That- it was a prank. Okay. And then I guess it went viral where people said, wait, there's a Tommy Hilfiger? I mean, a lot of young people yeah. said, wait, I thought Tommy Hilfiger was like dead. Yeah, it's like <sighs> Chanel, right? I mean, you think of the brand as just like an iconic brand. You have no idea. I mean, people that don't know you. But there's you, Chanel and there's Carl, but there's Tommy and there's Tommy. But I'm just saying, <laughs> I think I think it's incredible, frankly. I, I, I mean, it's surreal and bizarre and weird. And by the way, you guys, Tommy is very much alive and (laughs) healthy and strong and happy and father to now seven children. So do you work together? Do you like D when you're designing, do you bring Tommy in and vice versa? All the time. Is it like sort of having an ace in like ace in the spade? Like, Oh, I don't really got to make a creative block. Tommy. Probably vice versa. Like how nice is this? You could be like, Oh, Tommy, what do you think about this? And I actually think that Tommy probably said, but it's amazing. If you think about it, this, would you wear this? Right. No, all the time. Oh, I back actually, and forth all yeah. the time. That's what I'm we, saying. It's amazing. Like, I, I, the reason why I, one of the many reasons why I love and respect you guys so much is I really do see you as a couple very similar to us where, you know, there's genuine love and respect and adoration. And we work together like I know you guys work mm-hmm. together. Yes. The yes. Same thing. We yep. really like to be in one another's company. Yep. We're best mm-hmm. friends. Yep. And everything goes through me, everything goes yep. through him. Yeah, we just exactly. You're a unit. You're a unit. But I will say, you guys, the one thing that I, well, one of many things that you guys do, I think a, a big thing that I think our listeners should know that 
um, I think a huge part of the success of your relationship, to your point, is how you nurture each other, you support each other. But I think that that the demise of some relationships that I've seen have been jealousy between um, each other for each other's success and not rooting for each other. And you obviously root for each other. And I think it's important to talk about how important that is in a relationship and in a marriage to root for each other, you know, um, to just always want the other one to succeed. And his success is mine and my, my success is his. And it's not a competition. We're all playing for the same team, right? Do you feel that oh, way? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. I think it's one plus one equals four. <laughs> yes. Rather than one plus one equals two. Because, yes. look, it's it's not difficult to share your opinions and, right. and your ideas. Yep. I think it's very easy. Yes. And I think it yeah. makes it and much more exciting anyway. It's like you said, it's not I win or he wins. It's we, we win. 100%. And also because you work together. Otherwise, I mean, literally time would come back from a week of doing whatever business and be like, how was your trip, honey? You know, it, I, I just always find that very interesting. Like, I don't know, for relationships, right? I never understood like the you know, one of the spouses is there, the other one leaves, they do their thing, they come back, they tell them about it, but like they, there's so many- We like, love to be together. There's the so many like missing do. pieces that that are there. And it's just interesting for, for me because we've always been this way. We just roll. I mean, like our life, we just roll together and just figure it out. I think we're lucky that we get to be able to work together. Yes, it's a gift. No, you have to, and you have to work hard at it. And it it is it is a gift if you have that kind of relationship and you can work together. Because, like you said, I can't imagine it being any different. So this is this sounds like a lovely love affair. Well, um, can you maybe tell everyone what your biggest fight might be since you're married? Because it can't be this good all the time. It might be. Um, it might. And by the way, if it is, that's okay too. Do we have any fights we want to share? It could be a funny one too. Um, because Raj and I are a little more like Lucy God, and Ricky. We bicker. This, we like are, bicker and recover. These two are perfect. We're sort of in a nomadic stage right now yeah. because we sold our house in Connecticut, which was our main residence. I cried and, a river over that. I'm not going to lie. Right. And <laughs> I, I had was, a real moment with that. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you posted a picture like goodbye or something. I literally was like weeping. Yeah, I was that like, was I'm really, not ready. That was I'm not really ready. Sad. No one asked me. No one talked to me. About yeah. Ra- Rachel was a little upset that she wasn't just <laughs> consulted. We put it on the market. We thought it was going to take a couple of years to sell. Sure. Maybe a year, maybe two, maybe. We never thought it was going to sell in less than 30 days. Oh, my God. And it, did. it was an offer we really couldn't, couldn't refuse. refuse. Sure. Mm-hmm. So we had to, like, scramble. Oh. And now we're living a between a hotel room in right. the week in Miami on weekends. And we're not completely settled yet. Right. And last weekend we were still unpacking boxes. We have to do it ourselves. You can't hire somebody. To no, just- you have to do your own stuff. What, what's COVID been like for you guys with all this like moving this. and packing? Like how do you like deal this. with it? You know, there's been some tense, frustrating moments sure. where I would say, I just get frustrated and maybe he's around. So I might take it out on him. Sure, Of course um, we have those all the time, you know? Well, and also you kind of take it out on the person you're most comfortable with. I'm sort of like, ah. anything tech related. I yet get yelled at. I don't know why, but <laughs> she can't deal with tech. I'm yelled at. Okay. But one thing I really want to bring, and you guys mentioned it before. So you have seven kids blended. You guys have blended so beautifully as two families coming together. Um, But I think it's really important, as you mentioned, to talk about your dedication to uh, autism and bringing awareness to autism. Um, So do you want to just talk about that for a second? And and as you mentioned, how you connected when you first met. And even before that, just to set it up, I think for me personally, 
what is it or like what is the definition? Because I think right. that it's There's kind of thrown of, around a lot yeah. and I just kind of, do you have any thoughts on that? Well, they have a lot of thoughts, I imagine. Just how, how people, because it's always like, oh, people, there's more people. And I just think the testing's better and the, the tools are better now. So like, what what is this, the status, I guess? Well, I mean, I think that first of all, uh, when you're talking about autism, it's not like a one, it's a plural because for every autistic, there's a, there's a known expression for every autistic person that you meet. It's like, you've met one autistic person. So I have a 26-year-old son, and Tommy has a 26-year-old daughter that both have their versions of being on the spectrum, Okay, which means that they have different kinds of strengths, different kinds of weaknesses, but um, the, the thing that runs through the common thread of what they do have is um, difficulty with socialization. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, idiosyncrasies that are not completely normal. Right. They, they think differently. They act differently. Yeah. They, um, there's yeah. like a developmental delay in how they process information in social situations. Yeah. So it leaves them very, very vulnerable because a lot of times they, if, if somebody says something, they take it very literally sure. with a lot of Nuances, a lot sure. of people being, you can't really be um, uh, sarcastic. What's the word? sarcastic. I was going to say sarcastic right. or right. They don't understand a lot of those things. Like totality so. doesn't really exist. Like you right. could say, oh, I know you hate peanut butter and jelly. And they'll say, no, I don't. Yes. I really like peanut butter yes. and jelly. Yes. Right. yes. It's like so, social right. So cues. You're, right. Basically. So you're saying it that they do like it, right? right. So but, they're, they're vulnerable. They're left vulnerable. And we can't leave them alone. They're, yeah. they're, neither one of them can be left alone. Right. And so we each have, we Which each, you know, really have that. So we were able to, I think, unless you ha- deal with that, you really, it's hard to explain to somebody what sure. those challenges are. So obviously that was something that Tommy and I, you know, that started our deep, sure. deep because, you know, we definitely bonded over that. Being you could the same that. age, being the, the same age, did they get along? Did they, Your kid. Like, did they, do they know each other that they're like, what, what's his deal with that? It's very interesting because we thought, how great, they're going to get along like a house on fire. But in in reality, it's like like putting two negative charges together where neither one of them have the patience or capacity for the other. Lack of patience. Their conditions, they really don't, they're not great to have it's not like, together. hey, let's go on the boat, all of us for two months. That's not happening. No, no not a good idea. That, Understood. No, and they'll do things like, stop staring at me. Right. 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 Stop making that noise with your right. fork. Right. Mm-hmm. You guys are so incredible. Like, I mean, it's you amazing. You guys are the best. No, we're just, we're very patient. You yeah. are. No, and patience. that's what I was going to say because parents. I don't have patience. Well, you're getting I better. I mean, you have to get but, it. But uh, you do. And I think you figure out how to have patience. But I, I think that being a parent in general is an exercise in patience. You know, in, 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 a, in a, I don't want to say normal, in a regular, typical circumstance, right? Absolutely. And I, I do think it's important to, to, to point out, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I, I do believe that um children on the spectrum, whatever, whatever it is, they have so many points of brilliance as well. Um, they're so intelligent. And I think that's something that I always like to remind people of, because it's important that they have challenges, but they have a ton of strengths as well. And they're their own unique 
people and children. And I love what you guys are doing. And I think it's so important to bring so much awareness to it. And um, obviously, Raj and I are here to help you on that mission any any anytime you need us. We're here. Well, I think just talking about it is, is a great thing. Yeah. And so how do you guys stay connected, though? Because you obviously have a lot of people in your life all the time. How do you guys find time to be mm. together or <laughs> do you, or do you not? Like your alone time, your, your Tommy and D time. But we've got to cherish the time we're together. Right. I mean, we really, yeah. we cherish the time we're, we're alone together. And we, we actually don't get a lot of alone time. Right. We try to do I walks imagine. in the morning and like right. our walks in the morning are our alone time. Right. Rachel won't go on a walk with me. That's not true. <laughs> I, by the time I, if we turn on a movie or TV, sleeping, someone falls asleep. Tell me about right, it. I'm, I'm right there. He's with out. You. He's I'm, out. I'm Roger a, can no longer watch movies. No. This is we've got. No, I have no interest. <laughs> I'm just like gone. I'd rather He's sleep. Gone. He's gone. <laughs> no, I, I would like to be able to, but I can't keep my eyes open. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. There's, a, there, there's a name for that disease. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Narcolepsy or something. Yes, yes, there actually is. It's also called living a very exhaustive life, you guys. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it, it, it also it also is but that for be, which we're all very things can't be that exhausting. So you guys are you know obviously international jet setters. So like, what's the most of the fun? Best what's kind. the most fun you've ever had together? Like, what's like that? Like, when could you like? Because Rachel and I have a few moments in our time. Like, oh my god, I can't believe we did that, or we were there, and that was just like magic. Like one of those moments where you're like, that was magical everything about that experience whether it was a day a night like or together like 10 you know, days. What, what's the thing that you look back at and i bet it's the times in your boat skiing we love skiing together mm -hmm. wow and we love uh you know being on the med on the boat yeah, yeah. i loved our honeymoon actually we went to the maldives yeah, that and was i just loved that experience so much. I loved every moment of it. I savored everything, you know, that the house on the stilts uh, and the yeah. beautiful water. And I have really great memories of, and, and we were alone for a week. Right, right. Like, totally. That's a thing. So, yeah, but do you are everything I'm not. You're everything I aspire to be. Like I watch your your Instagram and she's like in the water. She's like swimming with fish. She's like diving off the boat. She's like doing all these incredibly adventurous things. And for me, I would be on the boat with you just waving and being like, yay, <laughs> Dee, good job. Rachel, you coming? No. No, I love the water. I've grown up, you know, I've grown up. Actually, my name is derived. My dad is Turkish. So my name is actually Denise, D-E-N-I-Z. And it means sea in Turkish. Oh, no and way. My dad loved the ocean, named me after the sea. And I, from a kid, I've just always, I wanted to be a, um, a marine biologist. And I've, I've always loved the ocean. I still do. If That's I can incredible. get in the water, you'll see me in the water. That's amazing. I, I think that'll be something I do in like 10 years in that moment where you face your like greatest fear. Of it's just are the you unknown. really afraid of the ocean? Yeah, really. Yeah, I haven't really gone in since I was nine, but I admire it and I love to look at it. <laughs> to look at it, just not go in it. No, True I'm story. Upset. Oh my god, you guys. Okay, so so from what I from what I'm reading in the real estate news, you guys are obviously uh, having a moment of consolidation, if you will. So what does this mean? Like it seems like for the first years together, you were like buying homes and redecorating them. Now you seem to be selling them all. What is, what are you, what's going to happen in 20 years? <laughs> do you I mention want, that though? What are we going to do? Last year you guys said that. What are we going to be in 20 years? Where do you guys like, where are you going to live? What's the dream? Like, what's the dream? Where are you going? What's going on? I'm not allowed to even consider <laughs> moving again. So I, so you're going to live in this I, hotel room your whole life? <laughs> no, I think they're going to pick one place or two. That's the M word. <laughs> so 
we have uh, the next house we the move word is that what you mean the M word the the move move word I can't use that I cannot even it's it's the worst you guys and the fact that you're still standing here so in love after a lot of moves. Honestly, we've survived. This is number 13 for us. We just did. And so I think it's, and it's, it's soul crushing. However, (laughs) it really, really really is. It's it's hard on everybody. It just is. We're doing doing one more renovation. Okay. And then I'm told we can't move again. So, (laughs) well, we'll see what happens with that. But I think the lifestyle in, in, in Palm beach is really nice. It is. The weather is great. It's a, a beautiful area. It is. Great tax-wise. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Near these parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so amazing. We've been thinking about it for some time. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot tell you how many East Coasters we know that have moved there full-time. Oh, my it's God. some part of Florida. And West Coasters. I mean, people are coming from all over. Yeah. yeah. Moving you know, to Florida. Some people from LA that have mm-hmm. moved Really? Up. Yeah. For sure. I, yeah. We, I mean, we're so happy here, but you know, we, we, we're California people. We just are, I think for life, Until right? Until we start making like 500 million a year and then you're going to be like, well, Florida sounds great. Okay. I love Florida. I love Florida. It's, it's great. I, we actually really, I'm really appreciating it, especially when it's like, Believe you know, it or not, when we- grade. When we visited you, she said she wanted, she was over it. She just didn't no, want when to we keep. visited you guys for la- I was a couple of years ago or maybe it was last year. Was it literally? I that last was the November. first time that Rachel and I really enjoyed Florida, Miami. It, it was. was interesting, and it was, and part of it was because we saw people living there. Like you guys were just like, oh, a normal day. Like, what would this be like? And it was just for me. I don't know. I felt like we loved Miami when it was like really early Miami. Oh, we <laughs> had like 90s Jason and Bin South Miami. Beach, you guys. You know, Jason Bin Miami. And then Miami is like that. It's you happening guys again. Yeah, I, I know. know. And that's what I felt. I felt that way and I really liked it. Anyway. No, but now Miami is like it was in, in the I 90s. I agree. I agree. So many people in Miami and no one can find housing. And it's, no, it's crazy area. what's happening. Ooh. And Palm Beach is like Bel Air, Beverly Hills. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Trust me, I think we're just, uh, listen, that I think as we get a little bit older, we just like the- You just want peace and quiet, just come on. serenity a little bit, right? A healthy plant-rich diet can truly build a foundation for exquisite health. And with Saqqara, you can get exactly that without ever having to sacrifice taste. Sakara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting, of course, with what you eat. Their meals are ready to eat, which makes eating healthy every day incredibly easy. With Sakara, each meal is chef-crafted and designed to boost your energy, improve digestion, and get your skin glowing. I have to tell you, Sakara is like no other food plan I've tried. Um, I'm not someone who loves to do these like, you know, excessive cleanses or weird diet things. I actually like to do Saqqara so that I feel better and know that I'm eating enough, that I'm eating the right food and that what I'm eating has enough nutrition and vitamins to give me my energy. And honestly, my skin never looks better than when I'm on Saqqara. And I like that the thinking is actually done for me. And, you know, I am really, really a believer in Saqqara and the program. It does not feel like a diet. It actually just feels like a healthy way of life that you don't have to do the work for. So 
Along with the delicious plant-rich meals, Sakara also offers daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas, which are so good to support your nutrition. Experience the transformative power of plants with their best-selling metabolism super powder made with organic raw cacao. It works to boost energy. It actually eliminates bloating and it minimizes your sugar cravings and actually reduces fatigue. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash Zoe or enter code Zoe at checkout. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash Zoe to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash Zoe. We're going to ask you five super fun questions, a little newlywed style, like, Okay. Like a little, um, we're going to ask D to guess Tommy's and Tommy's to guess D's. I selected a few of them. You did. So you have to answer for each other. (laughs) I just think it's interesting because he's a designer. They're both designers. Yes. Tommy, if D could have unlimited access to any store, but she could only wardrobe herself in that store, what store would it be? I know the answer. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, and let's see if she and we can't it. include Tommy's store. Well, no, I mean, Tommy's that's, story. you have to abstain. <laughs> real, real. <laughs> oh, is that a, st- oh, yes. wow. It's you an re- addiction. But it's an by addiction. the way, that was a really, that was, it's you know, addiction. that was a multi-line. Uh, Tommy's very, very smart. smart. He did a multi-line retailer. Wait, so Tommy's smart, really? So okay. he didn't have to say one brand. Okay, D, what All about right. you? What's, what's Tommy's? What's Tommy's? And I'd like a brand here. I want to know and what Tommy loves as a brand. No, no, but what? Who, like, Something I think I Tommy. think everyone wants to know who Tommy like would like to wear. I think that's cool. Like, who do you like? Um, okay, let me think about this for a minute. I think Tommy's brand would be maybe Laurel Piano. I was gonna say that. I mean, that stuff feels good. Cuccinelli's <laughs> not too bad. Cuccinelli, incredible yeah. quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah he okay. does. He he's like gets in that store and starts feeling yeah, the game. Yeah, the yarns are Yeah, yeah. I mean. The yards are just, amazing. You have to, do you think, do you think how many handprints get on the clothes in the stores? I'm just No, wondering. he does. And he loves the shoes. And yeah, I think that would be <laughs> yeah, low, his, yeah, right? Am, did I answer that right? You did. did we win? Yeah, you won. Yeah. Ding, well, ding, you yes. ding, 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 ding. Okay, right. wait, Tommy, if D were to get arrested, what would it be for? <laughs> 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 oh my God, that's amazing. Heavy foot. So do but, I. So but, do if, I. but if I go over the speed limit, she's oh, like, like yes. <laughs> yes, 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 so yes, I. yes. I totally drive like a dude. I totally do. <laughs> oh my God. So D, right, D what, would, what Tommy, would Tommy get arrested for? Yeah, what would oh, Tommy? that's easy. He would get arrested for driving while texting. <gasps> oh. Driving. Like every oh, yeah. teenager in <laughs> Tommy sort of is a little bit like a teenager he is, though. He's he very is. into pop culture. Like try to do it at a stoplight. By the way, I'm surprised no. he hasn't gotten arrested. All right. Well, let's not let's not alert <laughs> the authorities. Not good, not good. Oh my god. Okay, babe, you go. Um we're almost done. I also done. like this this question is kind of interesting, especially for you guys. Tommy, if D were a piece of furniture, what would she be? Is it weird that I know? it's just because i envision what it would be a little bit weird i envision i envision she would be a floor lamp because i like (laughs) she's long and lean oh she totally like a tall drink of water i was thinking like a settee i was thinking like like a like i could totally (laughs) see d like lounging on that right like lounge around yeah Yeah. like a day like in a caftan yeah like a day bed 
I have the visual. I just went to an editorial spread, so I, I don't know. That's where I went. All right, D, what, what piece of furniture is Tommy? <laughs> okay, that's a really odd question. I know. But, um, we actually odd. haven't asked it yet. It's just an, yeah. it's interesting, though. You got to kind of think asked, about it. I, okay, so I would have to say Tommy would be like a oak dining table, like a very strong oak dining table, like okay. solid, reliable, um, I totally strong. agree with this. Oh, I agree with that. Very dude. well said. And and large enough to like accommodate. Everyone, yeah, everyone could be around it. That's really deep, by the is way. Is Tommy an oval or round? I just want to know, is he oval round or is he just a rectangle? I think he's round. He is a, I, I would say rectangle. Intr- oh, so he's corners, no, sharp edges? Round. round, yeah. round. I think he's round. Inclusive. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. Karaoke. What's your go-to karaoke? What's Tommy's go-to karaoke song, if any? I have a, a terrible fear of karaoke, so I can't answer this question. I don't know that you've done karaoke. We, we've done it once. Well, you did it and I jumped did. in jumped in the water with all of your clothes on afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a fun night. That was so a that terrible was a night. night. Why do you mention that night to us? <laughs> Why do you mention any of the good nights to us? Um well, I don't know. Maybe yours would be, uh, I don't know. Did you did you do karaoke that night? I didn't do it that night. It could I, just I was, be his favorite song. Like, what is okay, it Tommy's out? favorite all-time song. Yeah, what is he belt out? it would be like a Stones song. For sure. Like, no satisfaction. Yep. That's what I would pick uh, be, Because I just know all the words to the Stones songs. Yeah, of course. Okay, what's Dee's favorite song? Or karaoke Or that she would song. karaoke if she does karaoke. But if not, what's Dee's favorite song? Oh, she just told me. Don't stop believing. She just, she just told me. That's a good one. Rachel loves that song. But I'm, but I'm more Stones person. But you also like Mary J. Blanche. I love it. Ooh, this actually might even happen one day. (laughs) Okay. D, if you had to cast an actor in the biography of Tommy Hilfiger, (laughs) who would you cast (laughs) as that character? They're killing me. Who would I cast? This is your last one. I promise. Oh my God. I, oh, ooh. I'm thinking uh, about it too, by the way. I yeah, have I don't, the actors in my Tommy mind, but I can't or, think of his name. Uh, well, it would have to be young to older. Okay. We'd have to have all Tommies, but you can pick one. We'll talk, we'll talk 90s Tommy, okay? Like 90s, 90s 2000s. Tommy, okay. You know, 90s, 2000. When my hair was the color of Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> More or less. Uh, I have really no idea. Do you? I, I that's Tommy a, that's, does. You got me. You stumped me with that one. Okay, that's fine. Tommy, I play you. Tommy, who in would you a want? dream, who well, do you want to cast? Want, yeah, who would you want to play you? Don't Jim say Leonardo Car- DiCaprio. <laughs> Jim Carrey. Because I want. Because I want. I, I need to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really need to laugh. You're not feeling like a Leonardo DiCaprio vibe. Like I'm feeling. Well, I mean, if you want to put me in the Leo Brad Pitt vibe. I mean, that's like... No, there's an actor I'm thinking of. I can't think of it, though. And who's playing Dio Kleppo? Yeah, who's playing D in her biography? I already know. God. I know who he's going to say. Um, who's playing D in her... Um, Margot Robbie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I love go, her. If you want to go way back, Lauren Bacall, when Lauren was like... Oh, yes, yes, wow. I see that, too. Yes. Okay, so you guys, I just want to say thank you so much. I don't want to take any more of your time. We want to say this has been so fun. You guys really are our heroes. We love you so much. It's one of those things, every time we see you, like before we see you, we're always like, we're so excited to see them. And then after we leave you, we get in the car, we're like, don't you just just love love them? them? You just 
They're like the best. Like they're just like magic together, and you just, just love feel good being around you guys. The same about you. So nice. About you guys. Well, we can't wait to visit you in Palm Beach or wherever you uh, are going to be. Wherever the palm trees are, we'll find you. Let us know when you're in town. I know. Hopefully soon, you you guys. We love you deeply. This is so fun. Much love. So, um, it's very fitting that this is the July 4th week um, because our guests on our podcast today... Um, an American icon of all icons and fashion icon and uh, just a complete legend in my eyes. Um, The one and only Tommy Hilfiger and his incredible superwoman, super wife, super mom, Dee Oklepo Hilfiger. And um, we are so excited that they were on today because I learned so much. I thought I knew them forever and so well and everything about them, but clearly we didn't. No, we did not. For um, our listeners who can't see uh, Miss Hilfiger, she's quite stunning. So I just want everyone (laughs) to have that image in their mind because a lot of people know what Mr. Hilfiger looks like. But I will also say for those of you who don't know what Mr. Hilfiger looks like. We're looking at him. What he looks like, or more importantly, who he is, because apparently some of you younger listeners may not know who Mr. Hilfiger is. He is one of the world's most iconic designers. He gave Rachel her first break and gave her the first opportunity to do a really big styling job. I remember when Rachel got that job. That's how long this history is with this with his man. The other thing I would like to remind everyone is that the reason why Mr. Hilfiger is so beloved, not only is he successful as a designer, but he's also been really one of the true people who distill culture as we see it. So he's someone that you look towards. Also, a lot of people that don't know him as a designer clearly know him from a businessman right. perspective. I was going to say- thing. He's one of him and Ralph Lauren. Those are the Calvin Klein, Ralph and Tommy, and now Michael Kors are probably the most well-known designers also because they're Donna business- Karen. Well, yeah, but probably not as well-known. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Um, but I'm just saying like, yes. because they've crossed over into Americana and that's the important thing. Agreed. It's one thing to be a fashion designer. It's another thing to be part of American culture. I couldn't agree more. And I think to go back, I do want to, I do want to reiterate because there are so many people that love to take some kind of credit for me becoming Rachel Zoe, which I obviously is not really possible to do, but I would say someone who has never taken the credit and never will take the credit, Mr. Tommy Hilfiger, who actually did give me a chance and saw something that I couldn't see and took a huge chance on me on the biggest job of my career when I think I was 24 years old and I've never been more nervous or scared. And it turned out to be to this day, one of the most extraordinary jobs of my life and my career. So um, I also would like to wax poetic for one minute about the beautiful, brilliant, shining light that is D Oklepo because she is someone that, I don't know if you ask Tommy, I mean, I think he'd probably say she's his everything. I mean, she's just, she's a force and I love her madly. So. And this is a relationship podcast. Totally. But, you know, as you can see, Raj and I crush on both of them. And I would say, you know, it's funny. I thought I knew kind of their love story, but I didn't actually know their love story. And it was much more complicated than I thought. What love story is uncomplicated, my love? 
yeah, fair. Okay. Well, um, I'm very excited for you guys to hear it. I'm, I hope you love it as much as we do because we're super proud of this episode and we think it's just absolutely fitting that it's during July 4th week. And if you've liked what you've heard so far, please make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts and give us a rating review and keep listening, please. <laughs> also, check us out on our Instagram at, at works.for.us. Again, that's at works.for.us. We're also super excited that we have a call-in number so you can tell your own story or just ask us a question. So if you want to share your own story or ask us a question, you can give us a ring at the WFU hotline. That's 657 549 2251 again 657 549 2251 and we just might share your story or answer your question on the show itself so rach what is your highlight for this week because it's been quite a week <laughs> um i know what your low light is yeah i know my low light is so obvious. You just want to say because it's really bummed you out the whole week? You know, I got to tell you, it's really hard because, you know, I never thought I was that dog parent that like thought my dog was like one of my children. You know, it just like wasn't my thing. Um, I just sort of secretly made fun of those people, you know, just because. But, you know, Goldie got her first haircut and... You know, I, I'm known to be a little controlling and micromanaging, and I totally get that. But Especially about hair looks. Yeah, and I do definitely art direct all the hair in this family. I, I do. She, she usually calls the person cutting my hair before I get my hair cut to give them explicit instructions. It's true. It's very true. And my actually, children Rachel, and did you not call this specific hair groomer and ask her and give her specific instructions? Well, I actually did more than that. I spoke to her in person for almost 30 minutes, not just about life and our kids, but about a good 10 of that 30 was about the length of the hair that I wanted to keep on Goldie. It was important that the kids had the fluff and that she still remained a fluffy puppy. And lo and behold, Roger picked her up, brought her home, and she walked in kind of looking like an alien poodle. Now, I'll remind all our listeners, we agree this is an absolutely ridiculous thing to we be upset do. about. This is not, I am fully aware that, that there this are justifies much more important zero, things. zero attention in the scheme of life. This is absolutely the most unimportant thing. But listen, I do like to share with my listeners a low point oh, for me. Oh, believe me, me you've been, it, you, you said it a thousand times. You know what listen, I said to Goldie Rachel? I'm like, the hair's going to grow back. Stop I'm just saying it. Goldie was depressed about it. She was lost her groove in her step. She woke up this morning feeling a little more confident and she's running around happy. Well, I also noticed- She was like shook. While you know? we're on this bane, uh, by the she way, she's eating, eating something. Yeah, she's eating a what zipper. Eating Get that, that off of her. Also to continue this uh, banal conversation, I will say that ever since Ow. some of the conditioner Ow. has worn off of Goldie, her hair's getting a little fluffier. So I think there's still hope- for the shaggy, see, he's a little shaggy now. All right, wow, we spent a long time on uh, Goldie's haircut there. Rach, what about a highlight of the week? Something that you're happy about? There's a Starbucks near our house in the Hamptons and you've been going every morning before I wake up. And I'll remind all our listeners that unfortunately Starbucks Ow. is still not a s sponsor of our show, although they really <laughs> should be because 
it's just part of Rachel's life. But we'd really like to thank all the incredibly generous, amazing sponsors yeah, that we've least had. They, in any event, I'm going to talk about <laughs> my highlights of the week. You know what my highlight of this week is? I know. I'm so scared. Well, it's not that scary. One of our companies that we invested in eight years ago just got sold. And that is a very big highlight for us. This means Roger's going to be in a good mood. Well. At least for a day. Like an hour. Um, it also might mean he that. He won't Ra be such a curmudgeon. It also might mean that young <laughs> Rachel might get something nice for her 30th uh, bearing with me anniversary present. See, people will say it's the 30th anniversary, and I agree, it is an anniversary, but it's more like 30 years of, oh my God, thank you for dealing with me. Anniversary. Don't you think? Like you're thanking me for dealing with you? A hundred. Oh, okay. But, 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 my friend, you will also be thanking of me for dealing with you for 30 years. So that's a really highlight. I really, uh, congratulations to Heath and Olivia from New Order. They crushed it out of the park, and yep. uh, that was amazing. Low light of the week. Hmm. What would I have to say is my low light this week? I've been in a generally happy mood. Have you? Is that what this is? Yeah. You mean me being very manic? That's mo that's pretty happy. Oh, I have to talk to the boys about that and let them know this was a good mood week. Oh, yeah. I just, we need to know the signs of, of the good versus the grump. Um. Anyway, the low light. You know, I would say it's the rainy weather oh, out here. I love here, it. I love but it. Actually, I kind of like it because in LA, it's always so nice. So I don't know. I'm going to have to skip on the low light. I, I really can't. Uh, Your I got, life is so good right now. I'm, it's yeah, so full. I, it's so full. Full of energy and life. Did you just fall asleep? Yes. Please wake up, Rachel. Okay. And we'll see you next week on Works For Us. Did you just sing Works For Us? I did. Can you sing it again? And I'll see you next week on Works For Us. It's our new jingle. Hey, it's my dad's 84th birthday. That's my highlight. Wow, that is my highlight too. 84. And by the way, way more fun than either of us. Way more Speak patient for yourself, than you. yourself, Debbie Downer. Listen, I am not Debbie Downer. I just like to have control over my mind at all times. There's a difference. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.